Welcome back to another episode of Road to Abundance. Today, guys, we have a special guest, Julian. He's one of my good friends, amazing entrepreneur. He's also, he has his own podcast, his own company. He's a teaching leader. I'll let you introduce yourself more, but tell me a little bit more about yourself. Basically, you just said it all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a regular dude, just an entrepreneur, uh, trying to make a living and have an impact while doing it, you know? That's cool. So, guys, as you know, the goal behind this podcast is always to find why people are successful, what was the trigger point, what do they do on their daily life that makes them successful because we know that you have to be kind of spiritual, have the right mindset, the right healthy habits, all the good stuff. So tell me a little bit more about your story, what's your upbringing, and what led you to be a millionaire and a successful <laughs> man. <laughs> first, I want to thank you to invite me on your podcast, bro. It's going to be amazing. That's my first podcast in English. Yeah. I got, uh, it's funny because we did your first podcast in French yeah. together, and now I'm doing your first podcast, in, my first podcast in English. I got a lot of American friends that look at my story sometime and they say, dude, I don't have a clue about what you, the fuck you're talking about, but you look so like intense that I just want to <laughs> be with it. you yeah. and uh, <laughs> fuck yeah, Julian, I don't know what you're telling them, but keep on telling them. So yeah. now you're going to be able to understand a little bit more about what, what the fuck I'm saying. So I'm glad you gave me that opportunity, bro. Appreciate Pleasure, that. Man. So where I come from? Yeah, exactly. Like what, where you come from? Uh, what led you to become this entrepreneur? So I want like your upbringing kind of, of I was this guy and this event kind of changed my life and I started doing yeah. this type of stuff. Pretty simple. Um, I had a hard, I had a hard, play, a hard time finding my place in the system, okay? Um, like you, I'm a critical thinker and if you try to teach me something and you don't explain to me how is it going to serve me in the real fucking life? I'm like, fuck you. I'm not doing it. I'm not just, I'm just not doing it. So, um, no way in my mind I would have stick to the classical road of going to university and blah, blah, blah. So, I knew that wasn't like my destiny going to college and all that stuff. And my teacher kept on telling me, hey, Julian, if you're not good at school, you should go uh, work on a blue-collar job, like be a plumber, be be something like that. (laughs) And I'm a little fucking princess, okay? I hate having my hands dirty. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm not going to do that either. So I was like, okay, if college is not for me and working with my hand is not for me too, what is there for me? Yeah. So... Unfortunately, the system doesn't really teach you a way for kids like us to be able to grow. So I was kind of labeled as a stupid kid, you know, and not the stupid system kid. want you yeah. in the system, not out of the system. So they don't teach you what's outside. of Exactly. It. Exactly. So and they put a label on you. Yeah. So oh, he, he's, he's lazy, he's ADHD. And uh, is a trouble kid, yeah. And that 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 was a label at, at the end because mm. I was like, hey, just why are you all against me? I just think it doesn't make sense. So fuck you all. And you start revolting against the system. And you, it, it, when they say that you're, um, how do you say that, the trouble kid? Yeah. You start 
thinking you're a troubled kid yeah. and you start acting like a troubled kid and you start spending time with other troubled kid and then yeah. you find yourself in fucking trouble yeah. and that's what happened to me so I was I, I spent like more night than I could count on my fingers at uh, I don't know how to say that in English but uh, police uh, uh, police station police station yeah because I was doing stupid shit I kept on getting arrested and I never been to jail hopefully but I did a lot of stupid shit And at one point, I was in the in the jail. Okay, I was in the in the cell, in not the in cell, jail, yeah. in the cell. And I realized one thing. I said, you know what? Game life is just like a game of Monopoly. Okay, if you and me we play Monopoly. Okay, I I know how to play the game. You don't know how to play the game. How it's gonna end? You're gonna lose. You're gonna end up in jail. And you're gonna say that game fucking sucks. Yeah. That's basically what was happening to me. So I said, you know what? Let's learn the fucking rule. Let's play the game. Let's teach the game to people around me so we could win together. Yeah. Because winning is way more fun when you're winning with people yeah. you love, you know? <laughs> so that was the thing. That was a haha moment. That was the moment mm -hmm. I realized, okay, you know what? I need to do some changes in the big. So at what age, like you were in later, that? later later in life like uh, I um, I had one epiphany like that when I was a little bit younger, younger. Um, and it was really bad like I, I, I don't want to get into those details but a night really ended up bad as fuck and I realized one thing I realized you know what if I keep on chilling with those guys I'm gonna end up dead Or in jail, yeah. And those guys with whom I was chilling back then, or either dead or in jail. Yeah. So that was like my first epiphany at like 18 years old. Your that close, I your close circle uh, leads you to the same thing. Yeah. Like that. That's so, so at 18 years old, I decided to change my circle and follow the route my parents tried to sell me, which was go to college and university. So I tried that. I tried that, and that's when I got arrested because I was part of the Red Square movement. Those motherfuckers that wanted oh. a free education. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to want. I, I used to be a fucking socialist. <laughs> <laughs> I was young and stupid, you know, and I thought that free school was a great idea. Uh, anyway, so that's one of the reasons I was in the jail and in the cell. Excuse me. The, the the second time, and the second time, I think I was 25 years old. Okay. And I had the other epiphany I had about like not only the monopoly thing, but it was also about the the fact that for once I'm gonna listen to me. I'm not gonna like follow the route that the other troubled kids are doing because I'm labeled as a troubled kid. Yeah. I'm not gonna follow the route that my parents tried to lay before me to, to go to the mm -hmm. university. No. I'm just gonna fucking listen to me and I'm gonna follow my own route. So I'm gonna learn the game, but I'm gonna follow my own route. Yeah. So at 25 years old, I had that moment and that's when things started to change for me. So that's one of the things I say to everybody. I'm like, hey guys, if you're like 18 or 21 years old and you got your shit together, it took me 25 years yeah. until I get that aha moment. And yeah. when that shit arrives, Dude, my life changed drastically, like over a short period of time. Because, yeah. like, I feel like a lot of kids now and a lot of young men, like, um, I can talk for men that we have a lot of pressure and we see a lot of successful people. 
you see people with a lot of money, nice cars, nice house. They get the woman. They get what you want. They get and 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 society kind of pressure you that you should have that and you should have it soon. Especially with social media, everybody's just projecting most of the time fake life yep. and and 100%. fake success 100%. and the perfect life 100%. and cars and rich. Uh, they made it rich and quick with crypto, with tech, with whatever, and they they have those. Most of the time, it's a scam. Also, so be careful what you watch on social media, but. It's just there's so many advertisements and it makes it hard because we want that success and we think that we need to find our purpose right now. We need to have success right now. Yeah, and yeah, then we yeah, get yeah. depressed because we don't have it. We live in the future. So that was kind of for us being like smart kid and we wanted to make it early. So it put a pressure on us. And I think a lot of young men have this pressure. I remember yeah. I, um, I was recording a podcast and there was a guy who was there 22 years old and I asked him a question. We did a one-hour podcast, and I'm talking that about that. And I'm like, so what is your struggle? And maybe you can relate. He's like, well, I work all the time, and, 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 and I'm doing my, my hustle. And when I'm not working, like, I, I feel like I'm wasting my time. Like, I should be doing things and this and that. And I'm like, oh, I know I was there. And yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what, what do you feel about just being present and living your life and being yeah. there? Like, I think there's so much, uh, like, Grant Cardone and people pushing the hustle culture that – they feel like if they don't hustle all day, every day, they're wasting their time and then it could get them in trouble. Yeah, and it's stupid because you don't want to confuse activity with productivity. Yeah, That's exactly. a huge thing. And if you only hustle, 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 you're going to be drained out. You're not going to mm -hmm. like think ahead. You're going to be like stuck in the wheel. It's, it's yeah. not good. So sometimes you, you, you need to take a little step back <clears throat> and reflect and, and think and all those things. And those things give you the, the power to have a better output on your input. And that's what you want. Yeah. Like you want the best output for the input you give in. Yeah, it's like and if you gym. keep on getting, yeah. It's <laughs> I want like a 30 minute workout that give me the gains. Yeah, exactly. Now. You want the best output yeah. for the input. And if you keep on Like hustling, hustling, hustling. At the end, like your output is going to be shit because mm -hmm. like I used to be a musician yeah. and we used to say shit in, shit out. Yeah. Like if we record music at the studio, okay, if the the track you're sending me or the track you're recording your guitar is shit, there's no amount of producing I can do for make it sound good after that. So yeah. shit in, shit out. Yeah. If your input is shit. Your output's gonna be shit. So, so that's awesome. We'll, we'll come back later to all the behavior and things we need to do in order to be productive. So now let's come back to your story. You were 25. You had that haha moment. Like then you started to kind of change your life. Yeah, and it, it was really painful um, because uh, for the first time I decided to listen to me and follow my own my own fucking route and. People always told me, hey, Julian, you should be a salesman. And I said, you know what? I'm going to fucking try it because, it, and my parents were, were really not happy about that because they're both a little bit more on the left. So like selling stuff to people, you're kind of a crook, you know, yeah. It's not, it, that was like the mentality of my family. Yeah. But for the first time, like you felt good, dude. Okay. <laughs> first week, first week. Um, I was selling um, website. Okay? okay. First week, you had to sell at least three websites if you want to keep your job. I sold 22. I shattered the record. And I was like, 
Oh, I'm well, good. <laughs> I, I got this. That was the first job ever, bro, where I was like, hey, I fucking got this. And it's easy. And wait, 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 wait. You're telling me the only thing I have to do is be friend with people and be friendly with, the, with them and make, make a friend with them. And I'm going to make a commission and I can earn a better living than my friends that are studying to be engineer. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that was like, okay, that's it. Because yeah. you it. had a good product. That's one thing in sales. It's like, if you do believe in your product, if I feel like I'm crooking people, I can't sell it. But if I really believe 100%. in my product, like now I'm selling myself, my brand. Yeah. I believe in it 100%. So it's like, because same for your company, you build something that you believe in. You yeah. don't feel like you're crooking no one. I'm actually doing you a favor because yeah. I'm giving you the best product on the market. Yeah, and, and thinking that a transaction always leads to one somebody taking advantage of the other is a it's a stupid mentality that's not yeah. how it works like there's two way of acquiring goods in life okay the first one is the economic one okay which means i need to find out what you really want and i need to be the best at providing what you really exactly. want and you're going to give me in exchange what i really want this is basically capitalism this yeah. is what uh, gave the human the ability to get out of a really dark place because before that, what was the other way of acquiring good? The political one. And what's the political one? I'm going to tax you. I'm going to come oh, take it yeah. out for you. That was how human used yeah. to deal. You know, hey, you got what I want. Fuck you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to take it. Yeah. So like capitalism it, it and business, dude. Like, people forget about that thing. Like, when they trash on capitalism, the thing they don't understand is that, yes, there's some bad into that equation, but you don't realize the bad that it and, saves us from. Yeah. Like, it saves us from a I lot mean, there, of fucking there's, bad. There's, there's, like, people with good intention and bad intention everywhere. So it's like, at one point, there's... It's because people are abusing trust of people selling. That's why it got it a bad name. But honestly, yeah. if there's a lot of good thing that you can buy that people are actually doing good brands. So if like myself, when I want to get something, I look at the owner, um, let's say, for example, Andy Frizella. I'm like, I love this guy. His brand for supplements is good for sure. Mm -hmm. Because if you put his name, it's yeah. like his honor on yeah. it. So yeah. same for me. If you see one of my brand or if I'm, drinking something like right now I, let's say i'm drinking celsius it's because i really do drink that product yep. and i was drinking it like and now if i advertise like i have a sleeping bed or stuff like that it's because i consume the product oh, i man. have to consume it first and if i'm like i like it i'll put my name on it so if you find people like that actually you it's a win-win yeah and in life yeah, yeah i get what i want you get what you yeah. want and it's free market and in life i understood we'll talk about it later but i understood that exchanging money is energy so yep. if i respect 100%. you and i pay for your service for your yep. coaching i'm actually telling life that i'm ready to learn yep. and i'm ready to put yep. like my energy in the deal 100%. and sometimes wanting things for free depending on who and what but most of the time when you give things for free to people most of the time they don't see the value and they're not exactly. going to do it. Same thing like recently I think about, let's say my cousin called me. He was like, I want, I have a trading class. I'm like, I have a $10,000 course. I paid 10000 for mm -hmm. it, bro. Mm -hmm. I sent it to him for free. Then three months later, I go in Canada. I'm like, did you do it? He's like, oh, no, I didn't get time. Next time you ask me for something, I'll charge you. 
put it in a bank account because I don't need and the you're money. Gonna fuck and it up. <laughs> if you fucking don't do it, bro, I keep your money. Yeah. So let's make clear because I paid for it. I sent it to you for free yeah. as a fucking gift, and you didn't do nothing. And that's what I don't, I didn't understood back then when people were telling me that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So amazing. So <laughs> you started selling uh, those websites. It did good. And what's next? <laughs> The business crashed. Okay, I, <laughs> at first I wanted to be. Uh, I, that, that was they like, were crooking everyone. No, 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 no actually kidding. no, actually just no. Just kidding, just kidding. Actually no. Um, I was doing that. I had a little business uh, on the side too. Um, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. good. Medical, medical grade kind of. Yeah, stuff. now it's all legal. So back in the day, <laughs> yeah, back so in the days, right. yeah, exactly. We were advanced on that. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm thinking future. So I had the business and I, I wanted to get rid of it. I, I wanted to be clean. I didn't want it to have any more trouble. So I sold it and I was working for that website company and I was really pouring myself into it because I was like, you know what, I'm going to grow that business and maybe one day I'm going to be a partner in that business and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, the owner kind of messed up the whole thing. He made it crash and I was like right there on my way up and I was like, okay, no more income. What, what the fuck do I do? There were that place. It, there was a place that, um, was working closer to, to mine. They were, I don't know how to say that in English. They were, um, private, private investigator, uh, to invest the, is not private? Yeah. Yeah. Private investigator. Okay. Yeah. So they offered me a job <laughs> oh, <that's cool>. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, uh, but, but they offered me the job before, my website job got crashed, okay? So when it crashed, I came to them and I said, hey, you know what, guys? Uh, I'm willing to take the job now. And they said, okay, but we cannot hire you right now. We, we don't have place anymore. And I was like, okay, what, what do you need for you to have place for me? They were like, but we need new client. Okay, what are your customers? And they were like, okay, our customers are like lawyers and that stuff. And I was like, okay, perfect. What do you sell to those lawyers? Uh, we sell them um, depistage. I don't know how to say that in English, but I, the, the, the okay, mind. like investigations. Investiga yeah. yeah, investigation stuff. Like, like okay. And what is that investigation stuff? And they told me what it was. So I went back to my place. I went on the internet. I looked at all the lawyers in my area. I cold called them back to back. And the next morning, I went back to the business and said, "Hey, here's a customer. Now you can hire me." So there's good value in that because people often, they want to... Uh, they want things before giving. Yeah, things. exactly. Yeah. But that's not how life works, yeah, bro. You got to show your value. Provide first. Provide yeah. value. Provide value. So that was one of my a big lessons I, I got there. Um, and then I was in my apartment and I was reading a book about real estate investing, real estate, real estate investing. And it said, okay, first step, you got to increase your income. And it was like, fuck. As a private investigator, I don't really have a way to increase my income. So what, what the fuck do I do? I can sell cars. I can sell, um, I can sell whatever. So I was like, okay, let's sell car. Yeah. I went to sell cars, went well. Um, and then somebody, uh, I'll say that, they showed me MLM. Oh, yeah. Somebody they presented me. You, yeah, they introduced, introduced me to MLM. to MLM. Okay. And they first... Show me that, like if I was the, the the fucking king of the of the thing, like I was I, I was about to be the, the first one that's gonna sign, and everybody's gonna be under me, and I'm gonna be the the pharaoh king. And I was like, okay, fucking, let's do this. I quit my job at BMW right away. 
And I went on to selling blueberry juice with Kiani, like the MLM. Oh, Kiani, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I did that. And all that thing that I'm trying to tell you all happened in six months. Yeah. So it was always like, okay, fact, fact what's the next step? 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 And at one point, somebody told me, hey, Julian, do you want to come knocking doors and selling HVAC? And I was like, dude, go fuck yourself. There's no way I'm fucking doing it. Like, I have my brand new car. I speak at conferences. There's people, MLM, there's, yeah. there's a lot of shine around it. Yeah. I wasn't making any fucking money, but I had a lot of shine. So, yeah. like, my ego was there, and I was like, you know what? Get the fuck out. I'm, I'm not going to sell your fucking AC system door to door. But at one point, I didn't have any the choice. Yeah, yeah, because I needed to make money. So I went there, and that was like the third epiphany. Because basically, what I learned doing uh, <clears throat> selling website was cold calling. So I don't mind doing prospection. I don't mind knocking at your door and you telling me no. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna find a yes. I'm gonna go to the next door and the next door and the next door. That was a valuable skills. Yeah. I learned how to sell cars. So closing somebody over a $10,000 equipment was nothing. That was, yeah. yeah, that was nothing. I sold like 100 grand cars. So yeah. I, I'm not stressed about that. And in MLM, I learned how to build teams. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? In that business, I can do all that. I can start knocking doors. So I can do prospection. I have a control over my income because if I want mm. more, I just have to knock fucking more doors. Yeah. That's it. Um, I can sell high ticket products so I can make a good commission and I can recruit people and build a business inside the business. That was my go-to. So I decided to stick to that opportunity and from there, I became sales director, regional sales director. At one point, I had a beef with the company I was working for. They didn't have the same mentality as I did. Like, they yeah. wanted short-term money. They, yeah. the, my whole industry is based out of one thing. Let's make the biggest check weekly. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I don't want to play the same game. Me, I want to build the biggest business ever. Long term, yeah. We're not the same. And we don't share the same value, the same vision. So I decided to start on my own and start my business. And one of the key foundation was that I want to build long term. The other key foundation was the next one. Dude, now I'm like 28 years old. I'm doing well. I have a good house, a good car. Uh, I just met Vicky back then. And I was like, you know what? If somebody would have found little Julian, 18 or 21 years old, and told him, hey, you know what, bro? There's another way for you to be able to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, follow me. I'm going to show you, like, this r- thing. route. Today... Dude, uh, I, I would be worth 10 times what I'm worth now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Maybe that's my fucking duty. Like find young guys like me that doesn't fit in the system. And doesn't, teach them. Doesn't know what the fuck to do because they, they look at the same thing as me. They're like, I'm not going to go to college. I don't, I don't believe in that route. I don't believe it's going to mm-hmm. give me job security. I don't believe it's worth the, the risk. Yeah. I don't believe in any of this. And, and I don't want to get my hand dirty. And I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, can, I think I can think. I think I can like 
make money out of my yeah. my brain and my and what's cool is um, so. I know the industry that you work with for our friends at ad company owning company in the yeah, same yeah. industry and 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 I got introduced to it by probably the same guy as you back then yeah. so when I started knocking on doors for him I was like fuck I can't do it because they're like not being honest with people exactly. and I remember I was telling the story to to my girl the other day I'm like one house that we went and we sell even solar panel I was saying shit and the other salesman was saying something and I, and I look at him like while the client is in there I'm like bro I'm not putting my name on the contract because what you're selling is not right two years later I saw the guys like bro we got a, we got sued for this contract not only for this one but this one and me I didn't put my name on the contract I was like I don't want to be part of that deal I'm a public figure like like and and then what I like about you and that's one of the first thing we said it's like you care about your client and that's very important because yeah. if they did back then I could have ended up in the same industry and my other friend that owned the company it was the same thing it was kind of make money to make money and yeah, they like yeah. they were providing good customer and service you know after but like you know what it's a bad fucking strategy it's yeah. freaking stupid they want quick but, money they don't think keeping the company then they yeah, think selling in yeah, three but, years yeah but you end up not making quick money because yeah. like nobody likes to take advantage of a customer mm-hmm. or really few people enjoy yeah. do that you know most of the people like us like we're yeah. high performer I want to earn my income. You know, I don't want to get uh, take advantage. I want my client to feel good that yeah. they know I sell them a good product. Yeah, 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 exactly. I want to take care of them. And like, if you have a culture where people don't feel good about doing the business you're making them do, dude, yeah. you're like you're setting them to fail. You're <clears throat> setting yourself yeah. up to fail. You're setting everybody to fail. Yeah. So it's a really, really bad strategy because it creates a bad culture, and people will be like, you know what? If the company doesn't take care of the cl- the customer, I'm not going to take care of the company. So yeah. it creates a bad relationship where nobody want to take care of the other. And it's you know that shit. shit's going to hit the fan. Like, that's the thing. It's yeah. like for every company I was doing, I was always like, like there was Videotron in, in Quebec that they were really good. I was a top seller for them because I knew that they had good customer service yeah. and they would take care of their client. Um, then I was selling for Bell. I quit after six months. I was like, this is horrible. Like as, even as a customer, myself employee calling, it was bad customer service. I was like, I'm not selling for you. Then I was working for a TD bank and they had good customer service. But at one point, even me being there, some of their client, they treated them unfair. And, and I had some authority there because I was, mm-hmm. I was managing VIP client and stuff. So sometime I was doing things out of the box. I was the only guy wearing a t-shirt at the bank. Everybody had to wear a shirt. People were like, wow, what is that guy doing? And I was making decisions that were not always agreed on my uh, boss. So we had boss and boss. And my boss, she let me do whatever. So she's like, every time someone was coming complaining, she's like, I'll talk to Mike. I'll take care of Mike. Because me, bro, like... You have $50 million with us. You have a lot of money with us. You, wanna, you want me to clear a $50,000 check and it's supposed to be three three-day business for the, for the bank? I'll clear it right now for you. Yeah. Because, bro, I put myself in their shoes and that's one thing we do. If I'm a business owner, mm-hmm. same thing for my employees, same thing for my customer. I treat them good. I don't mind paying them better because they're going to provide better yes. for me, better employee. It leads to better business because we think oh, long-term. Man. And same thing, it's like if my... A lot of those customers, when I, when I, let's say I say, I can't do nothing for you, 
they were like, I'm going to take my business somewhere else. And I'm like, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. Like sometime I just couldn't do the move, but a lot, but a few times I got shit on because I did the move and I'm like, I don't care. That was the right thing to do. And, 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 and it proved me wrong. Oh, and then man. it was like, I had a meeting with the boss and, and I was like, this is what had to be done. And they didn't, because they know it has to be done like that. Yep. So they, they, but in front of people, they want to make you see that you, you did the wrong thing. And for me as a business owner, same like you, it's like, bro, if you're a client to me, I want you to feel good about the product mm -hmm. you bought, no matter what's the price. Like, I want you to be good. That's why I'm creating company because I want to bring back the fairness of, I buy this nice couch. I want it to be nice. Not I buy an $8,000 couch and it, and it feels like shit. Like I had an experience yeah. <laughs> with a company. I was like, bro, what you sold me doesn't worth $8,000. Like, well, what is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but that was a defining moment for my culture too. Because um, you know the house I have in Quebec? Yeah. By the water? Um, that was a shit house when I bought it. Okay, that yeah. was a shitty house. <laughs> and we remodeled the whole fucking thing. And I'm a general contractor, okay? So... I have a lot of contact in that industry and a lot of people like I felt like they want to give me a good job because they want me to give them more and more job because I can yeah. provide them a lot of job. We do a good volume with my yeah. home improvement business like I'm basically a construction company and I realized that even me as a general contractor who has people that should want to make me feel happy because they want more business out of me, they were giving me shitty service. She service. Yeah. Like they tell me, oh, I'm going to be there tomorrow. And they're not there. Yeah. Oh, finally, I'm going to be there the day after tomorrow. And then they can. They, they, they come to my house. They don't finish the job. Yeah. And uh, they, they call me back. Oh, yeah, by the way, I, I cannot plug that. You're going to have to find uh, another uh, type of worker, uh, electrical yeah. people to come do the plugging. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're leaving me right like yeah. that in the moment? And I said, you know what? This is not how I, how I want, I, I want to be business. treated. Yeah. This is not I, how I want to be treated. And I'm not the only one. And if I'm a general contractor, imagine yeah. those poor people that are not. And I said, you know what? The whole purpose of my business from now on will be about providing the service, service that I that, want. Yeah, that I would have wanted. Yeah. So same thing for my employee. Same thing for my customer. Yeah. It's the same thing for both. Hey, guys, if I were you, if I was you like it, and I was 18 and 21 years old, this is what I wish somebody yeah. would have told me. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to fucking teach you. Yeah. And same thing for my customer. Hey, when I'm an homeowner and I'm doing renovation, this is how I want to be yeah. treated. This is how I'm going to fucking and, treat and you. I feel you on that because as an influencer, guys, I've been to so many places and, and, and I got a lot of deal for hotel and, and stuff like that. And when I come as an influencer, I'm supposed to be a king. Bro, it's like if you're the... It's like if you're the, um, when you go to a Michelin restaurant and you're the uh, audit, like you're the guy yeah, verifying yeah, yeah, the food yeah. there, bro, they have to make sure that they give you the best service. They should. <laughs> like, so if I'm coming as an influencer, I'm going to rep about your brand. I think that sometimes, let's say for influencer and stuff, they don't take them seriously because they don't think that they will give shit. But me, I went to a hotel that they didn't treat me good. I'm like, bro, on the post, I'll say that it was shit. You think I put my name behind you when you treat people like that? No. Yeah. And me. So imagine how yeah, you're going to treat exactly. other people. Like, Fuck. I'm supposed to be treated like a king in terms of I'm your representation. I'm going to go out there to say how my treatment was. Yeah. And in their head, they're like, we're giving you free night for a post. Yeah, but I don't put nothing on the post that's going to be good. I'll be like, I'll post you. I'll say I was there, but I'll say how bad it was. Don't, don't. like. And that's one thing I can relate. Like It's like one of my favorite guys back then when I was young eh, for 
uh, corporate culture was uh, the guy from Virgin. Um, yeah, yeah, Branson. Branson, Richard Branson. First, the jeans at the corporate was really nice. And then it was all about customer service. That was the first thing when Bell acquired Virgin. They were like, they gave us everything, but they keep their customer service because they knew the other one was shit and they wanted their name to be associated with good customer service. So that's something I value. Like as a, as a customer, I want to be treated good. And as, a, as an employee, same thing. Like us as hustler and seller, I didn't feel valued at the bank. Like I was just a number making no. 600% of the objective and they're like, you can do 700%. And then they give you shit for something. Like I was, I had a gut problem. So I was going to the bathroom a lot. But I was taking 80 call when the, 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 the requirement was 50 and I was selling 600%. So you're going to give me shit because I go to the bathroom. <laughs> when, I, when I killed five employees, what I started to do at the end is I was like, I'm just going to do 100% or 80%. You're going to tell me to reach 100, I'll do 100. Hmm. And that's what a lot of people were doing. So as boss, we know that. Yeah. It's and what you know you, what? You, you put in. That, that's crazy because I always felt to this day, that if somebody would have treated me well and give me the, the opportunity to grow and have a good yeah. day, dude, I didn't think I would have ended up... As a business uh, owner. Yeah. yeah. I really did it like out so it of necessity. Of thing, like, so let, let's talk about all those things. So now you started your business. What in your head or in your experience or whatever made you the person that you're now, what's your daily habit? What's your spirituality? What's your mindset? Like, who did you become? Because that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Honestly. the million dollars that, that no. matter. It's the guy that you become or the girl that you become making that first million dollar. Um, one of the habits, bro. I don't know. The best habit, I think, and we talked about that earlier on, uh, on the other show, but was really about being able to always reinvent myself. Like ask question. Like who who am, who am I today might not be who I want to be tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So I'm able to be flexible on my beliefs and flexible on a lot of things. But I keep my the vision. The vision the ahead. Vision. Like this this doesn't this doesn't move. Like for me, the destination is non-negotiable. How we're gonna get there is yeah. negotiable. You're like on the ocean. Like if yeah. there's a wave, you go you, there. Yeah, but you, but you, you gotta, see the island. The island is there. You gotta adjust. Gonna, yeah. You gotta adjust. So the ability to always adjust, uh, the ability to be able to not only always adjust but never fucking quit. I think that's yeah. that, that's the biggest thing. And also from. Your story, what I can perceive is that you make quick decision and if you yeah. fucked up, it's no big deal. Let's just adjust the, the like if I do this and I end up in a lot of wave, let's 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 go yeah. let, let's go back. You're, so I'm intelligent enough to say, okay, I, I, I fucked that one up. And like is my ego gonna pay from me? It. Yeah. Like is, my ego's not gonna fucking pay my bills. So yeah. fuck my ego. I did a stupid decision, yeah. let's fucking move on. And so you train. You read a lot of books. A lot of books, yeah. Um, you meditate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I train maybe either twice a day or at least once a day. Um, I feel that it's a reset. Okay. It's a way to kind of wash my mind and wash my body of all the energy and have like a nice reset. Awesome. Did, did you, um, have you ever saw the, the thing about, uh, Ed Milet talks about his mini day. Like you try to fit three day in a day, 
No, but I think I do the similar stuff is I start my day by doing me so then I can do my business because I want to be on yeah. the right mindset to do. I want I want that when I put myself in my business, I'm at my best energy. Yeah. I'm my higher self. And then I take care of the business. I, I do that. So every morning I wake up, I do all my routine, I do all my stuff. And then what I go time to work. What time do you wake up? Um, 5.30 to 6, approximately. Okay. So I do that until kind of 7. 7, I try, I start doing shit. But... I don't take any calls before nine. Yeah. Like I want to dictate my life. So I don't want people come and like yeah. fuck up my routine and dictate how I'm going to live my yeah. morning. So me, I'm going to, I'm going to push things, but I'm not going to yeah, be there pushed. Was, um, there was somebody that said something recently that I heard is like, <clears throat> would you let people get in your house and come at your breakfast table in the morning and just start talking to you and stuff. No, no, bro. I like, I'm in my house. So why do you let them get in your head with social yeah, media, exactly. with call and stuff? The first two, three hours of your day should be only for you. Yep. You have to be alone in here and be good. Yep. Then let's get in the world. Yeah. And not only that, I take, I take an hour just for me. Yeah. I take maybe an hour to read too. And then I'm going to take an hour to, I'm going to start pushing things. <clears throat> so I'm not going to answer people. Me, I'm going to ask something, yeah. you know, there's a huge difference. They're yeah. not introduce, they're not introducing themselves into my, my life, into my world. You're doing the business yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I'm pushing things. <clears throat> so, and after that, from nine to two, I got like my first day of work in my day. So I jam meeting, 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 high intensity. Um, normally after two, I go at the gym. Uh, so it's like my second workout of the it's like day. like 40 minutes? Yeah, 45 minutes. My second activity of the day. Because my first workout, it's mainly I go run. Like it's... Yeah, it's a little little moving activation, energy. Activation, yeah. activation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I go workout tw for a second time. And then when I come back, it's my sec the second day that starts yeah. in my day. So that's the concept of mini day. Yeah. I'm trying to having like two days <laughs> in one day. So yeah. I have one day that's comes from seven to two and the other from yeah. three to like nine or something like that. But it's different type of work. Yeah. You take nap? Like I take no. nap sometimes to reset my day. Like no. if I feel like sometime midday, a little 30 minutes, like, I wish, and I start fresh. Dude, like I wish, fresh. but I can't. <laughs> like I tried and I'm, I'm uh, Oh, like, your brain is too. Yeah. I program myself with a playlist. Uh, it's a frequency healing playlist. And when I hear it you in the an plane anchor, or whatever, so it it's you, an anchor, yeah. I yeah, fall asleep, you. five, 10 minutes, not even. So a 30 minute gives me like a 20 minute of deep sleep. Sometime I can, sometime I just, sometime if I can't, I'll just meditate midday, like a 20, 30 minute, just closing my eyes, reset, and then boom, I'm ready. But yeah, that, that's amazing. So but a good habit out of all of that, okay, is that first, I think you got to be a sharp mind and a sharp body. Like, mm -hmm. you need to train your body. It's good for everything. Like, there's so many studies about what going on in your body when you train is just good. It's it's fact, scientific, yeah. scientific fact. Um, I do a lot of gratitude. Yeah. Like, I practice that a lot because for a long time I was hustling and, and I was being ne grateful for what you never happy, yeah. never happy. Yeah. Nothing was never enough. <clears throat> and... One what's day. next, what's next, what's next, but forget about being present and like, and fuck, I built this, I have this amazing house. And this but is kind of nice. Yeah, 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 that feels good. So this really, really changed my life because I think 
grateful puts you in a state of receiving stuff. So when you feel yes. grateful, you're in a state of like telling the universe that's why that I did you're the journal. Ready. It's like, hey, I'm grateful for what I have, and I'm grateful for what you're giving. And and one one thing I I always give an example, guys. It's like if I'm friend with Julian, let's say we're friends, and uh, <laughs> Julian have money and I don't, and Julian pay for my meal, and I'm like, thank you, and then he pays again the next time. I'm like, just I thanks. And then next time, maybe you don't want to pay for me. But if Julian pays for me, I'm like, bro, I really appreciate what you do for me. I know that right now it's not the best financial situation. It means a lot that you pay for that meal. And I do it again. And then I'm like, yo, Julian, like, I know it might be asking a lot, but I'm short on rent. Can you lend me the money? The chance of him, if I'm always grateful and he know I'm coming from a place of gratitude and I'm like, he know who I am. And I'm like, always like, I appreciate he's going to be willing. Even if he, there's a chance that the 500, he doesn't recoup it right now. The pleasure of just giving versus a friend that'd be like, yo, by the way, I need 2000 for rent or 500 for rent. You'd be like, yo, chill. I just paid for your meal. Like, yeah. so that's kind of how I see that life is. Like if life keeps being good to you and giving you good stuff, take time to, to tank consciousness. And that's what yeah. you're, you're saying. So, yeah. yeah. And one, one thing is crazy. Okay. I started doing that morning routine. So I'll wake up the morning. Since when did you start? Uh, three or four years ago. Okay. And it really changed it my quantum life. Quantum leap your, your stuff. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. Um, I start doing breathing work. So uh, breath work. Breath work. Okay. Yeah. You, I, you breathe? Yeah, I breathe. So most basic stuff. You don't need money for this. Let's put it there. A hundred percent. You just activate your body and your yeah. mind. That's it. And a good thing about breath work is that you focus on the present. Yeah. You're not focusing on the past mm -hmm. or the future or anything. So you kind of recuperating your energy and your magnetic, man, uh, man, man, magnetic field? Yeah, your so your, your field. aura field, like, like your yeah. field of energy. Breathing is the, is the one thing that we do automatically that we forget. So guys, I'm, I'm, I'm actually certified for breath work. That's why I really like it that you do breath work and I'll, I'll be giving live session of it to help people. But like Julian said, if you have an active mind, breath work will make sure that you're focused and breath work will Regive you your power of your of your Ma field. magnetic field, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Because you focus on the present and you're not activating your yeah. magnetic field anywhere else than you right yeah. now. Exactly. So it's really good. After that, five minutes of gratitude. Yeah. After that, five minutes of visualization mm -hmm. while I'm active. So I need to have an active body while I'm doing it because I feel that it's it's even more powerful when there's like you're walking, kind yeah. of. Okay. I'm walking. There's motion. So it's like we we called it uh, when I went to um, Joe Dispenza. It was the walking meditation. Yeah, exactly. That's so what it's I like do. A, a very high music. Dun, 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 and then you're like just looking and you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I mean, it's like cranking your body. Yeah, like yeah. Tony Robbins does the breath like that. Like yeah, there's yeah. a lot of so I do things like that. So gratitude for five minutes, and then visualization for five, five minutes. minutes. And then I train for uh, 30 minutes while I'm going to start running and doing incantation. So I'm going to repeat hard. All I need is within Maybe me now. now. And I'm going to say it with like fucking yeah. intensity, like I yeah. fucking need it. And there's a lot of things that are really good about that. First, gratitude. Dude, after two months of spending five minutes saying out loud what you're grateful for. Yeah. You cannot run out of idea, okay? So yeah. you have to open your mind to new things that See you the small were, stuff of life. Yeah. More you, positive. Exactly. And the day when you realize, you know what? I can be grateful for the for sun. 
Yeah. I can be grateful for Any being able to thing. breathe air. Hey, I'm grateful to be alive. You know what? I'm grateful to be a normal fucking human. I'm I grateful have two, to be healthy. Dude, I have two legs. Yeah. Not all, not everybody yeah. has that. I'm smart. I can drink potable water. I don't yeah. need to walk two yeah. miles. Like the things that we forget. It's like it's like a all those songs. Like it's like you like I only miss the sun when it starts to snow. I only yeah. miss her when she's yeah. gone. Like it's human when it becomes an automatic in your life you tend to forget yeah like, 100 so bro be grateful for your water like yeah. fuck yeah. this is free like directly from the counter so that was a big epiphany from the the gratitude stuff that's, awesome. that's really lead me forward but another mm. thing is at one point um i i was being challenged by one of my mentors he told me hey you know what julian Um, I don't know what you're having in your head, but you're gonna fuck it all up if you keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, my life is doing pretty well. I have yeah. nice business. I'm, uh, and he was like, no, if you don't like repair what's in you that's broken, you're, yeah. you're gonna fuck it all up. And I was like, okay. So he kind of pushed me and pushed me, asked me question, asked me question. At one point, I realized one thing that, um, Everything I did when I was a kid was because I wanted my dad's attention. You were not enough. I, I yeah, I didn't I didn't had any relationship with my dad from like 14 years old to 25, 20, even maybe 30 years old. So, I had no relationship with him at all. And I realized that all the bad stuff I did was because I wanted his attention. Mm -hmm. But not only the bad stuff I did, every good, good stuff yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I wanted to be a rock star and a musician and I have, To make him proud. Yeah, and I have success with that. And some and also on the other end, sometimes I did stuff because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna prove uh, my teacher wrong and I'm gonna yeah. prove but no, the, the guy I wanted <clears throat> to prove wrong was my father. Yeah. So I realized that and I realized that um I felt like he kind of abandoned me. So I felt like yeah. I wasn't yeah. enough. Abandoned syndrome. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. And when I realized that, I realized that that was huge <clears throat> in my life, okay? Mm -hmm. Because because of my fear of being rejected, yeah. I kept on wearing a shield or an armor. So I yeah. never showed The real, the real you, who the mask. I really was, yeah. because I was afraid of being rejected. Okay, and the moment I realized that, I was like, "Holy shit!" It drives so many things in my life. Subconscious behavior. Yeah, like I, it, it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. <clears throat> yeah. I was so afraid of being rejected that you rejected. That I was being rejected yeah. because if you're never showing who you really are, how, how do you want people to really yeah. love you for who you are? You're not showing them who yeah. you are, so you're, you're, <clears throat> they're, they're never gonna be able to love yeah. you for who you are. And I was like, okay, my ex at that time, way back then, she she abandoned me, and my band abandoned me, and my friends abandoned me when I decided that I want to be an entrepreneur, and yeah. my father abandoned me, and realized it. All this it's a pattern. It's a pattern and all this leads to <clears throat> the fact that I felt abandoned and because of that yeah. I was wearing an, an armor. So I went back to 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 Quebec because I, that was in Morocco. It was in Morocco when my yeah. mentor uh, So give me a sec for that. So what I really like is a, a few things that you said and a lot of we we talked about a few things on the podcast on your podcast just before about the, where the mask the ego yeah. and and working on yourself and one thing that you like that I like that you said 
before you continue the story is that you had a mentor challenging you. And, yeah. and that's kind of what we do for people. Like yeah. even me, all those things, like I was having sex with a lot of women and doing everything for validation because maybe I was not good enough, like how I felt because mm. exactly like at school, it's like, you always have A, A plus and everybody's like, okay. So it's like always demanding more from a top seller. So you're like, fuck, I'm not good enough. I'm, and, and I was not showing myself really. I was a gamer yeah. and then I had a mask. I needed to build muscle and do things. So I feel you on that. And one thing's your mentor made you realize that. And that's yeah. very important. So yeah, keep going. You yeah. came back from Morocco. Me. I came back from Morocco. I went with my father on a trip and I told them like basically how I felt because like we said on, on my podcast, um, there's no such, such thing as absolute reality. Yeah. I wasn't abandoned. This it's is a perception. How, this is how Your I movie. felt. Yeah. But like my father didn't felt like he abandoned me. Yeah. And the fact that I had that conversation with him, like, changed a lot of perspective. And he told me one thing, um, like, we, okay, most of the time things happen to us and we think that there's a meaning associated to it. There is no meaning. We associate a meaning, meaning and then it's there's... the energy that is supposed a, to just go through a, and we associate yeah, a feeling. We, we associate yeah. a meaning and then there's emotion that get attached to it and then it creates a pattern and then... All the bad stuff. Yeah. So I, he, he proposed me a different meaning. He said, Julian, I didn't abandon you. I created space for you to be able to develop in a way you would never be able to do if I were yeah. to be close to you. If I kind of impose my stuff on you. Yeah. And I was like, aha, okay. Yeah, he didn't abandon me. Yeah. He created space. Mm. Yeah. So... My ex-girlfriend didn't abandon me. She created space. My band didn't abandon me. They created space. My friend, yeah. that it, they didn't abandon me. They created space it's for different me. Different journey. It's yeah, like, they created space yeah. for me to be able to replace them with people that's going to fit more it's in all It's energy really getting want. out for new energy yeah. getting in. But this is hard for like, and yeah. I realized that I had a lot of, like bad feeling inside but me. You have that, to let go of that energy. Yeah. And one thing that came really crazy with the gratitude is when I became grateful for those shit. Because I yeah. think that the moment you can become grateful for, what for your to you. biggest like uh, wounds yeah. is the day you become invincible. Yeah. Like, because <clears throat> if you're grateful for your biggest wounds, the biggest thing. The thing is like... That, you're, a powerful, you're a powerful human being yeah. because nothing is going to fucking hurt you and you're going to be able to turn everything in positive. Yeah. And, and, and that's one thing when people ask me like, what, what would you change in your life? Well, nothing because nothing. that thing made me who I am. Yeah. And if I'm a great yeah. uh, success coach right now, it's because of what I did. If I didn't have sex with those girls, if I didn't seek validation, if I didn't fail those business, if I didn't go bankrupt, if I didn't do all those mistakes and feel abandoned and... and, and, and a lot of the things that are considered bad because we yeah. give them bad connotation, yeah. but there's no bad and good. Everything is like we gave it the meaning it's, that we wanted to give it. It's information, that's it. And unless you do the work, so that's cool. It's like what you put in your body with the breath work, with the meditation, with your inner work of balancing your energy, uh, the food that you put in your body, like everything has a yeah. meaning. And for 100%. you, you saw directly the correlation that 
upgrading Julian means more money and an upgraded business. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Because once I figured that out and yeah. I, dude, the flip just switched. I realized, you know what? I'm never gonna wear fucking armor again. Yeah. I'm just gonna be me. Because you wasted time, kind of like. Yeah. 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 So I'm just gonna be <clears throat> me. I'm gonna tell where I'm going, what I want to fucking What's do. What's your feeling? Yeah, and I had a hard time because people in my business were abandoning me too. I kept on trying to build a business and recruiting people and trying to build them. And at one point, they, they become skilled and they're able to do the job and make money. And boom, they even go under underway. And that was normal. I was a bad leader. Uh, I was wearing an armor. So yeah. I dropped the armor and I came with that mentality, okay? I'm going to help you level up even if it means you're going to trade up. I'm going to give you everything I can. Without order, expectation. Without expectation. Yeah. I'm going to help you level, level up even if it means you <clears throat> might one day eventually trade up. Mm -hmm. So I don't fucking care. Like my job is to make you the best human I can make you. Yeah. And if you want to stick with me for 20 years, fine. And, but I would be stupid to think that everybody's going to stick with me for the yeah. whole adventure of 20 years. So I'm not going to be that stupid. And I'm just going to help you develop yourself because mm. I think that the quality of your business is in direct yeah. correlation with the quality of the human that operate your business. So if I increase the quality of my human, I'm going to increase the quality of my yeah. business. And a lot of guys that you're recruiting for, for your business, especially, is all guys like us. So you can't expect guys like us to stay 20 years because most of the time we stayed one year. Like one year is a long relationship for us. Yeah. I'm kind of joking. Yeah. But, like, but, but, but now like, I have a good retention because... Yeah. I you tell them, good. yeah, because I tell them, hey guys, this is where we're going. This is what we're going to do. This is, this, this is that. Before that, I, I didn't want to share too much because I was like, yeah. hey, what happened if they still, steal my idea? What happened if this? What happened yeah. if that? Now the they moment, see you have a vision. Yeah, but the moment I drop the fear, hmm. you become a really powerful man because what's the aura that you have yeah. when you speak with that certainty? With People around you are going to be like, Dude, I don't want to be in competition with that guy because you yeah. know where the fuck he's going yeah. and I'd rather be on his boat and, than against him. And that's one thing that really correlates with my brand that I teach, the road to abundance, why I choose the word. Instead of teaching money and stuff, there's abundance. There's abundance for everyone on this planet. So instead of thinking you're in competition and everything you say, people are going to use it. If, it, if, if they were going to use it and they made it good, good for them. Yep. If you can do better, like one of my best friends just launched Uh, when I was at his place eight years ago, I told him about something I wanted to do. I just didn't do it yet. And now he did it. And I still told him, I'll still do it soon, bro. Like, yeah. I, it's in my plan. It's just, and I'm not mad that he took the yeah, idea. Good for you. Bro, I'm happy. And he sent me a drink and I'll be like, yo, I'll promote it for you if you need. I'll make a review. Like, I feel like there's enough abundance for everyone. And if someone want to be coached by you, they give you your money, I'm good with it. If they want to be coached by me, then I click. Like, there's so many things on this planet. That's I feel like thing. we're always feeling it. When you feel like there's a lack, you can't be abundant. This is a fear. It's your ego. And, and, and recently something happened with a big manifestation coach, like a girl in, in the sphere. She sent me like a cease and desist and stuff like that. I'm like, wow. She told me about it. I'm like, yeah. you're so scared. How big I'm going to become. You want my stuff? Copy everything. You want anything I want? Try to teach it. Yeah. I'm selling me. What I'm selling is me. That you can't get. Yeah. So it's like Tony Robbins. Even if I would go and take his thing, you think Tony would care? Like, bro, he's Tony Robbins. Like, he doesn't feel like he's competing against yeah, me. Exactly. He feels like he's abundant. Exactly. If, 
if I start a company and I do similar work, it's like, I'll do it my way. So it's like people, but you have to feel abundance. Yeah, and there's a crazy part about abundance. There is a ripple effect and you never know when the ripple effect is going to hit you. Yeah. Like, and that's one thing I realized with that new like <laughs> mentality when I came back to my business and I said, you know what? I'm going to help you level up even if it means you're going to trade up. Mm -hmm. Some guys trade it up, but you know what? You, there's a ripple effect because one day they're going to meet someone and someone's going to say, Hey, why are you so sharp? Yeah. What he's going to say, he's going to say, you know what? Back then I worked for a guy. His name is Julian. This guy really changed my life. Yeah. He teach me how to sell. He teach me how to do this. He teach me how to do yeah. that. If you want a job, you should go see this guy. And not even and that. Dude, like that's, that's abundance. Like I didn't yeah. think like scarcity. I give you all I can and do whatever the fuck and you what want. If you and I know the business, universe is going to show me What if you create a business that is complement to yours? So let's say that this guy yeah. start a, um, a, a grass company and a, patio furniture like whatever like um building the, the 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 outdoor so he's like julian let's team up everybody that i sell it's we're talking about 40 50,000 to redo a nice yard like yours and stuff like that so let's say i'm gonna sell them the contract and i'm gonna cross sell your product so now you have a guy with his team yep selling your product just because you were not afraid and he know that your vision so like you said he might not want to compete with you but he, he knows where you're going yeah. and how good you are so Sometimes, like you that said, create good relationships. It's like you're building, and then two other employees will leave and build other company that maybe they're doing window. So they're selling window, and then they're like, "Oh, if you need this, and you give them commission because you're abundant, you don't mind giving a commission for yeah. for the word." So it's like, it's it's all about building uh, like on top of each other. A hundred percent. So this thing really like changed my life and made me do a quantum jump, like yeah. huge one. That's, that's um, awesome. So Ealing, let's recap. Ealing and energy that was stuck for years, that was Julian's vision. So remember that you're seeing the movie based on your vision. If you go in the other room, I'm seeing the movie based on his vision. And the other room is father. So remember that what you're seeing, your perception, that's why um, the that's four reality, says, but it's not reality. don't take anything personally because what you see is what your vision is. And Ealing it was instant stuff for Julian liberating the energy creates space for life to surprise you and give you abundance right away people sometimes they think it's five year ten year it's instant, instant guys instant instant and that's why the the coaching program I started mm -hmm. I I felt that everybody tries to try to give you like a uh, a perfect mm. vehicle, a perfect method. Hey, follow that simple five yeah. step that's gonna make you super rich. And I'm like, you know what? Doesn't matter like how good the car is if you're a shitty driver. Yeah. So we need to work on the who before we work on the what. Yeah. And the who starts with what you said. Like there, we all have stuff that we need to heal. We all fucking do. Yeah. And when we do it, that's the most powerful thing we can do because. I totally we, we become a superhuman. So so now for people let's say that wanna be coach, so you what what is exactly you're doing with that coaching? You're coaching leader to be better leader for, for, for their company? Like what it, what is it you're coaching? Yeah. Um basically this, yeah. I'm I'm building CEOs and executive and all the stuff because uh I tried many different books and I tried a lot of training program and just like you wrote to yeah. abundance I was yeah. like you know what it's missing 
Something like missing. there's something yeah. missing. Like there's nobody that gives you a playbook on how to do those shit. Okay, sorry guys, a little technical issue. So we were saying, um, so you seen a few program and something was missing. Yeah, exactly. The closer thing to uh, a playbook that I found was like Traction. I don't know if you heard about that book. It's really good. It gives you like an operating system for your business, which is really fine. But like the biggest force of that book is his biggest weakness. Like it's general, so there is no details. Okay, yeah. So he can tell me the importance of having some KPI, but yeah. how do I choose them? Why do I choose them? Yeah. And how do I keep people accountable it's around General it? information. Yeah. So you can tell me the importance of having core value and having like a culture, but how do I put that in place? How do I make sure that core value are not just like marketing stuff that nobody cares about? So there were a lot of missing pieces on those things. So I said, you know what? I did it, and I'm I'm not an inch. I don't think I'm super smart, but there's one thing I think I do good is create good culture yeah. that I can do it. So I said, you know what? And I think that culture is the thing that we need right now, and that's the thing that solves most of the problem. Mm. I read something that's crazy. Um, they did a study mm -hmm. on I think 500 business. Okay. okay. And they found that there were like 15 out of those 500 that were that that was that that were uh, the culture was good. Yeah, phenomenous. And they said, okay, let's study those 15 against the other to see what's the difference what's over. The yeah, yeah. W what's the difference over the next 10 years? Okay, the company with the great culture compared to the other, and we're talking about like the biggest business in America. So. Like those with shitty culture, they don't have shitty culture. It's way better culture than most of the businesses. Yeah. They did a study over 500 company approximately. I, I don't remember exactly the numbers, but we're going to go with approximate. So approximately 500 company. Out of those 500, there were 15 company that had incredible culture. Okay, And they followed those company over the course of like 11 years. <clears throat> and what they realized is that those 15 companies, compared to the other, had a growth of 600% compared to 100%. They had an appreciation of their stock of 900% compared to 70%. And the reason is pretty fucking simple. The average worker spend 15 hours a month doing nothing else than complaining about his fucking management. So that makes a whole month over the course of a year where your employee doesn't do shit other than complaining. 15 hour a week or 15? A month. A month. Oh, so, oh, so that's, oh yeah. Over the course 40, of a year. Yeah, sorry, it's been it's a while. A so it's, it's, we're supposed to work 40 hour a week. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's every four months. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. So over the course of a year, it's, it's a month. whole fucking month that's completely gone to waste because the guy does nothing <clears> else and complain about his boss. So if you can fix that, yeah, dude, the edge you're gonna have over all your competition is yeah. it's ridiculous. Like a company with good culture have in statistic three times the margin of the other yeah. company. So <clears throat> basically that's what I teach. I teach people how to be a good human that can 
heal from their trauma so they can become a better leader inside their company. So I work on the who. I work on you. I, I teach you how to work on you. And then I teach you how to work on your, on your business about your culture, the <clears throat> culture of your business. And it makes sense because if I work for a company and they treat me good, that's why I always don't mind paying my employee good. That's why my business partner, I gave him good share. Like, so he does work like he's his own boss. Even the guy, when he was at 20%, he was working way harder than any employee. Yep. So long-term, it might cost you a little money, but on the startup, you're gaining. So the thing is, you might not have made it to the long-term as fast or whatever if, this, if those people were not involved as much. So a lot of people exactly. are greedy exactly. when you should want to give back. So it's yeah. the same with your spending. It's the same with everything. So I really like that. And so me... I work with CEO, I work with all that, that's good. They can work with me even if they don't have a company. To work with you, do they need to already have a company or you still want to work with, with, with all fun stuff? Okay, there's, at first, the first program I did was like, you, you gotta have a company. But I had some <clears throat> student that didn't really have a company and my first model I like mentoring one-on-one -on -one with people. And I don't mind mentoring people and helping them finding their purpose and what they want to do with their life. But I don't feel that this is where I can bring the, the, most, value. the most value. So like, you would prefer. I can do that, but that, that's not my thing. So and then it's like me. So it's like you have to set your thing and say, like, I can still help women, but I want to work with men. My ideal but, client is that. So what, what you I would prefer if yeah, it's a company. What, what I decided to do, okay, is that I'm going to flip my whole model. Um, my group. Um, it's gonna be become private membership. Like one thing I realized, okay, is that as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. most of the time, and as critical thinker, most of the time, we come back home and we feel that we're misunderstood. We're alone. Yeah, yeah. You're misunderstood yeah. sometimes by your partner. Sometimes you're misunderstood at your own company. You're misunderstood with your family. Everywhere you go, you're a fucking alien. So it's kind of it's kind of hard. Yeah. And I realized that meeting a group of people that want the same as you and <clears> can validate <throat> that you're not a stupid, retarded motherfucker <laughs> that want to do all those things and make all those sacrifices. There's yeah. other people just like you. Just that validation brings a lot of value. So like Be a community. Yeah, because just that validation makes you realize that, okay, I'm not doing something wrong. Yeah. I I'm doing and you can share struggle and share things. Exactly. It did help me a lot. I'm in a men's group. Um, and it, it was, it was really good for me to meet actually other entrepreneurs. Yeah. You were also in a men's group. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure if, uh, it's not only uh, men, but yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah, most of like mine is only men. I mean, us, we have, we include women and stuff, but being in a group of people that support you, even some women as entrepreneur, other women might not feel the same about it. Like why you want to build that company, why you want to hustle that much. Yeah. So yeah. having somebody even if they're, you're not friend at the beginning, having people to support you and that yeah. you see that they have the same struggle, same thinking, same mentality, yeah. Yeah. it's going to help you like tremendously. Yeah. So that, that's one thing that it for sure. There's a place in the market it, for that. Yeah. But I realized that when I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I did the, the event in Quebec, I did a little event for group and that's what came out. out. Like people told me, Hey bro, that's the first time in my whole life that I, I felt good. I belong here. I belong with those people. Like yeah. I felt understood and I was like, okay, I, I got that part missing. Yeah. Like, especially for, for sure in French, your group is only French yeah. right now. So especially in French, yeah. critical market, uh, 
do you offer your group in English or not right now? No, j j just the in French. Course? Yeah, just in French right just now. Just in French right now. So there is that group, okay, um, which is only by membership. You have to be accepted, and we uh, we'll, there's lives on the group. There's weekly calls. There's awesome. interaction. There's a lot of things. Uh, and my my goal was to have a fee that is so small that everybody does is like ready to invest ready like to invest some, some and that wants like a little return on investment they're gonna make it yeah but if you're not like serious you're gonna be filtered by the price you're just gonna be oh no i'm not willing to exactly. pay exactly so just that thing is gonna let me the the freedom to kind of reduce all the the laws that i had to put in place in the group to make sure of the quality i'm just gonna let people interact because the other thing with my first group um the the other thing that came out was that the biggest return on investment they had was collaboration yeah helping each other through and like, making business like, deals. like hey and... i do i i have business in uh yeah. cars hey me too i do cars okay and they start making deals together yeah. and by one deal two deals <laughs> Bro, the investment amazing. is, is yeah. return already made. It's a community. So, yeah, so that thing was really important. So that's the foundation of the, of the whole thing. After that, only available for the member of the group, there's two training. The training on you, we're working on the who, and the training on the company, we're working on the culture. And it's two different programs, and they're all recorded. There is exam for those programs, and it's like basically self-taught. You, you, you take the program, you, you do it all, and you learn shit, and you apply. Because I don't, I don't feel like I should take you by the hand and make yeah. you follow those steps. Yeah. Hey, dude, just... Yeah, do the first the, step. There's video, there's this, yeah. there's that, there's a group if you have any more <clears throat> questions. Yeah. But dude, I, should, I shouldn't... like. If Do the you, work and then I'll help you. If you wait for me to yeah. take you by the hand, you're not in the right program. You're really not in yeah. the right program. So, so that was the thing, and I always and I also felt that I didn't want to have like coaches and all that stuff that try <clears> like. Sometimes yeah. those people don't have the experience I have, so I'm like, eh, no. They, they, yeah, I feel you because that was one of my thing. Like, I wanted successful people, and it's not. It's just there's different like when you create a, a group when you create a course when you create something and you want to help people you have to go niche yeah. because if you want to provide the best service yeah. if i'm making leather couch i want to make the best leather couch yeah. i don't want to make also 100%. tissue and then whatever at first maybe later but at first i want to focus on leather because i want to find the premium leather and i want to offer yeah. multiple color so the thing is when when we release a group it was the same it's like I have to choose who I want to work with because they had the same struggle as me. And in order to have those struggle and face those things, my group of people, they needed to add a taste of money and things like that to know yeah. that it, it's yeah. not what they're looking yeah. for. And for you, it's like, if they don't have a business, for sure you can provide value. That we don't doubt it. But the thing is, you're specialized in building culture. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. want people that understand and it's more fun also for you to work yeah. with those people. Same 100%. thing for me because at some point, it's like, do some of the work there's so many free things that we give yeah. in French for you and English for me. There's so many books that you can read. And yeah. then when you're ready to take it to the next level, we're here. And oh, there's some people that are for the first level too. Like there's some yeah. other guys that focus on the first level. And Us were like more like, yeah. that's why oh, I'm asking to you. Because you want to like, if, if, if people listening, they want to reach out and they yeah. want to do things. I want to know to make sure that they are 
Like yeah. first they have to speak French, and then it's like if but they do, I, I can do in English also yeah. because the the last step of the program is basically mentorship. A, a mentorship. So you Me, could do mentorship in English. Me, You're willing to yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm willing to do it. Okay. So mentorship in English is really like mentorship anyway. Yeah. Is just like <clears throat> it's a for day, a whole that's... year. I'm gonna follow you and. Or I'm gonna challenge you. Basically, I'm gonna look at where the you business at. and stuff like yeah. that. Where are you okay. at? Where you want to go? What are your challenges? And sometimes, like you get your head stuck in the I don't know, say that in English, but that in the, the door, you don't. Oh, it, it's it's like in the steering, you're so close that you can't see anything that you're driving. You have exactly. your hold the road, and you're you're exactly. here. So sometimes when I came in, like I say, okay, you think you're going there, but you're not going there. You're <laughs> yeah. going there, and I fuck up their whole plan. And now yeah. the next month they have like new challenges, and we work towards that. Yeah. It's really a fun, a fun process. Yeah. So and it's the, the it, last cool. step is the mentorship. Yeah, it reminds me of like one of my clients said recent, like recently about the program is like. Bro, I've never been that depressed and that happy at the same time because he's like, I had to face so many of my shadows. Yeah. And that's a lot of things that people don't want to, especially if you're successful, especially yeah. if you, even if you have a business or things, yeah. bro, you look and you need to look at yourself in the mirror and, and yeah. what you do, you yeah. specialize more into like the culture and the enterprise because that's what we were talking. That's and your that's specialty. Exactly. That's so it. I specialize more into the spirituality and all that stuff and the mindset and I heal more the trauma. You do too because you know it's part of the journey. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and that, that is what I like about you. Like guys, <clears throat> to kind of like um, like recap the few key points here that we were talking is that in order to be successful, guys, you need to do the right thing. Like mindset, reading, eating, providing your, your body with the right stuff, not only with the food, but with how you think, with healing your trauma, with all that stuff. So, so I like to see people like Julian that did the work, not only that they have money, but they also have a family. Congratulations for the baby coming and, and all the good for stuff. Sure. Like this guy is living what I feel like. Don't get me wrong. You look at Dan Bilzerian and stuff like that. R really cool fucking bunch of girl. But that to me, is not what really bring happiness. And even in an interview, he says it. Like when I look at someone like Julian, he has a business, he loves what he does. He has a wife um, or, or a girlfriend, whatever. It, it works for you guys. And, and maybe you want kids or not, but a, a house with, with something like a home, like this is the real yeah. life. This is what I, I want to promote for, for men, uh, for women too. It's going down to the real thing. Like that's real life. Like building things that you like to do. And knowing and, what it takes to do it. And you know what? Like your podcast and your, your, your coaching, you, you, you want to <clears> approach young men. Mm -hmm. And I feel that young men need to have a purpose. And yeah. creating a home is a fucking purpose. Yeah. Creating Even a, older men we can help because that's not because you're older, you're yeah, 40, 50. Uh, like it doesn't matter. 100%. You should always have mentor. And it doesn't matter if your mentor sometimes they're, they're younger. It. it it's not a question of age. It's a question that what they can provide you and you can learn from everyone. Yeah, 100%. Anyway, like, <clears throat> I I always look at experience through, like, like it was a chapter. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I might be 30-something years old, but my entrepreneurial life started when I was 26, 27. So basically in my entrepreneurial journey, I'm chapter five or seven, something like that. So you can be way younger than me and being a chapter 10 in your entrepreneurial or life. Or you could be older you, and you, you didn't have, do the work because yeah, your business exactly. is successful. 
it, it, it's a multi-million dollar business Thanks. employee there's a lot of thing it's been built right there's the structure you know where it's going so it's like it doesn't matter if you've been in the business for a long time it's like if you've been training for years but you didn't train the right way that's there's true. no shame like I know it as a personal no, trainer. True, I train true. people that are 40, 50, 60 that have been training for 30 years and I changed they their whole like thing like yeah. because they were not taught. So it's the same. Like let your ego out the door and, and, and be coachable. That's the first thing. Even myself, I'm still coachable. I just come back from a certification for yoga, one for breath work, all that stuff, uh, biohacking. I'm still learning every month, every day. I read book. Even when I talk with Julian, we still learn from each other. So that's amazing. Um, Dude, Earlier, you asked me, like, what was uh, your habit that helped you mm -hmm. become what you are? Reading and learning was huge. Like, yeah. the first book I read was uh, How to Influence People. How, how, how to, to Win yeah. Friends and Influence yeah. People. And I realized, hey, I read my old communication <laughs> is shit. I mean to people. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. My I'm, ego. <laughs> I was not in the right direction. So I started applying that. And as soon as I applied it, Like my life beginning to change. And I was like, holy shit, this is magic. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what's next? What's next? And I started yeah. reading. And at that point, because I realized that I was wrong on every level, I just read something and apply it, read something mm -hmm. and apply it, yeah. read something and apply it. So learn, let your ego aside and just fucking run the play, apply it. Don't apply the book. That's one yeah. thing we say in yeah. comments. So The question to you, we, we, I would say like we read different stuff, we read similar stuff, but what's your top three book right there? Like you have to give three to, to someone to read. It really depends on what you Just want. your top three right now. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, but matter. it depends on what you want to build. I know. Like, what do you want to build? I'm the same, but the thing is, if you ask me my top three, I would say Think and Grow Rich for sure. Uh, Napoli, uh, Nap um, Four Agreement by Miguel Ruiz. And probably Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. Those three Becoming books. Supernatural is part of it. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. Like, whatever you want to build in life, <laughs> this is a must. Yeah, like, this is good. Uh, so, so, I know that there's other books. Like, and I didn't even go in business. I did, but if I want to upgrade my mindset, for me, if you live your life by the four agreement, Think and Grow Rich is a very good business mindset book that teaches you about alchemy and sex energy and a lot of things that are very deep and, and, and not really... When you read it, you don't understand it at the okay. beginning. So top three. Okay, maybe the, so okay, the book that changed the direction of my life. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first one it has to be How to Win Friends and Influence People. Just That's because, an amazing book. Just because it's so simple. That was my first book, and I read book way more complicated than this one. But this one started aligning my life and changed my life. So yeah. I, I have a huge respect for that book. Amazing. Like, I, I have to tell it. The um, other one would be um, Guide to Investing. Okay. A guide to Investing from Robert Kiyosaki. Okay. Okay. In that book, I read it when I, I started making money. I was making good money. And I was like, you know what? Okay, it's time for me to invest. And I thought like, okay, investing is going to be passive investment. I'm going to be able to make money while doing nothing. And which is a fucking myth. You still always have to do a little something. Anyway, and I started reading book and it completely shattered <clears throat> my vision on investing. Completely shattered because he What's said... What's your base, best takeaway from the book? It, it, that, that's where I'm going. He said, basically, the best investment you can have is your business. Your business is the best asset that exists. The best asset class is a business because you have a control over mm -hmm. it. 
you can have leverage on it and it produces while you hold it and it can increase in value. Not, not investment many investment in yourself and your business for not, sure. Not many, not many investment does that. Like think about crypto or stock. You don't have any fucking control over it yeah. and it doesn't produce shit while you yeah. hold it. It just can fluctuate in value. Your business. It's good, but it's not the best. It, it's good, but like it. I'd rather invest in myself because if I invest in myself, anytime something happens, I can make it 100%. again. 100%. But your business is like the best asset class because it can fluctuate in value, but you have a control over that value, which you don't have with stocks and mm -hmm. blockchain. And there's also the fact that it produces something while you hold it and you have a control over it. So it's just great asset <clears throat> class. And just, just like look at the numbers. The top most wealthiest men, where their, does their wealth come from? From, the, from their, their business. Their business. Yeah. Elon Musk, Jeff yeah. Bezos, yeah. they all started a business. Then they invested way later, but like once they already made it. In the yeah, business. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. What made their, their network <clears throat> is yeah. their business. They, they created a business out of nothing and they sold a piece of that business, making it public. That's what they did. So that's the formula. And that's what that book taught me. And that book completely changed my mindset. It was like, hey, forget about investing in crypto. Forget yeah. about investing in real estate. For, invest in your business, business. Grow your business. If you believe in your business, if you believe in yeah. it and you know it's going to do good, why wouldn't you invest in yourself in, in the business? Because you know exactly. where it's going. If you have a plan B or you're not sure, that's why you're scared and you want to invest exactly. in 401k and all that exactly. stuff. Like, exactly. Right now... That's the reason why I moved from California to Florida. I'm like, the next five years are critical for me. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to save taxes. I'm going to build myself. And later on, I'll be thinking about other investments. Exactly. Because I want to focus. I want to make multi-million dollar business, multiple. And then I'll figure out like where I want to put. Like I started talking with a money manager for some stuff, like starting to put some money. But it's because right now I was at a point that I invested in my business and my stuff. I don't, I had extra money. So I'm like, okay, like just the last three months I invested 15, 20,000 into training. And I was on a call to go invest another 15,000 into a retreat for myself for five days to improve my brain. Like that's my kind of investment. Like for me and I invest in my Which business, is the best. my business is me. So that's how I invest. Which but, is the best. By the yeah. Way, in so we answered a lot of questions. That's why I only keep it at, at, at the end. So guide to investing um supernatural and yeah yeah if i would have to add another one i would say 10x rule okay it's a really basic book but <clears throat> just the mindset of you know what everything's gonna take more, more energy time. than you think mm -hmm. so just the mentality of saying you know what doing the extra work is not extra work it's the bare fucking minimum if you want to hit the target mm -hmm. just that flip of a mindset like like amazing. we said also guys there's a difference i'm anti-hustling culture in a terms of yeah there's a misunderstanding in the 10x and all that shit that hustle hustle you gotta be a hustle motherfucker wait 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 there's a difference between busy and being productive so we talked about it earlier in the podcast don't get yourself confused 100%. but if you're productive and hustling 10x on a productive time and not only being busy that's where it matters and understanding that basically Shit won't go according to your plan, and your plan's gonna require mm -hmm. more energy, more money, more this, more that, which is fucking okay and it's part of the game. Just understanding yeah. that changed my life. So, we'll finish with two things. Uh, your favorite quote? My 
favorite quote. <clears throat> yeah, something you're like, I live my life by this. <laughs> I don't even know, bro. I don't have one. Tell me a quote you like then. You don't have? The only thing that comes to my mind is the thing I reposted yesterday on my story. What is it? The guy with the graphic. There's like a graph and there's two axes. And there's one axis is like, fuck around, and the other one, find out. It's like, yeah, the, more you smack, the more you fuck around, yeah, the, more the more you, you find out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing that comes to my mind and, right now. Um, what was your best investment this year so far? Um, It could be something about yourself, could be whatever. Like, like let's say, giving you an example. I invested in a house. Like, I increased the price of my house because my house is my creative spot, blah, blah, blah. It could be that. It could be I invested into this microphone or this camera and it fucking changed my business. Like, whatever. It could okay. be anything. Um, the whole thing we discussed earlier about it's your output with your input that's important. That realization and the fact that it decided to give me more space and more time. So I invested in myself, but not money-wise. I decided, time. yeah, I decided to give me more time than ever. The last four or five years, I was like always, not only hustling, but always on the move. You too, you did that. Yeah. You, you moved a lot. You yeah. moved a lot. Like me too, I yeah. moved like... I think it was 10. The busy life and it, we move fast. It, I think it happened, was like 10 yeah. times in the last four years or five Bro, years, just like so you. Bad, so, yeah. so earlier you talked about it. wasting you know, time of decision it doesn't on make any furniture, sense. house, this. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. I'm tired. I'm like, I'm exhausted. Like, exactly. I'm settling down in a house with my girl. I'm like, so I'm settling in that house without moving away for two years and <clears> just <throat> deciding to live a little more, give myself a little more talk to my family a little more. All those, all those little things made that this year is going to be one of my the best, best year, year financially. Because you met me, yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> and, and, and one of the best year, like just overall, I, I met new friends, I mm. had fun, I live in a new country, and I just fucking love my life. That's man, amazing. So. And, and, and another question, it's funny because I probably manifested that answer in a way and like, I, I, I decided not to pick it. I was like, we kind of answer it. And it was like, what's your best time management? And, and it, it, this, this answer was exactly answering both at the same time. Because it's like, when you prioritize yourself, guys, when you invest in yourself first, when you decide to put yourself first, you'll be 10 times more productive. And, yeah. and, and that's a mistake we did when we were young. We're hustling so hard, wasting time because we want to be busy. And we want to have the impression that we're always working in the business, that we don't prioritize the human and we don't evolve. And... I believe that it's a manifestation that you, when you're actually doing yourself, your energy field, everything will do the work for you. So evolving as a human will then manifest way easier in your business. You still have to put some work. Don't, nothing happened for magic. Exactly. But you will make it happen way faster. Trust me. If you're aligned and you're going with the flow of the, of the water, yeah, it will that's happen. A, that's a huge thing. So... Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Let them know um, where they can find you exactly. So what's your name on Instagram? Julian. Julian Bonival. It's a kind of a hard <laughs> name. Uh, and, and what's I, the I name? wish I was able to <laughs> change my name. Like Bonival. Bonival. And, 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 and what's your, your podcast name? Um, I'm going to change it. So uh, I don't know when that podcast is going to release it. 
You can search my name, Julian Bornavol. You're okay. going to find it, but I'm going to... And your group is Grow the, the pack. pack? The pack. pack, just the pack. the pack. Okay, like Wolf. Yeah. That's cool. And the name of the next podcast is going to be Becoming Unfuckwittable. Okay, that's cool. So, guys, you know where to find him. If you like his talk, if you speak French even better, he posts a lot of content in French, but uh, I'll try to make him speak in English more. So, thanks for, for coming, bro. Appreciate it. And, uh, guys, I'll see you in another podcast.